gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to My Two Cents Podcast. I am your host, G2. Today's episode is 107, which is entitled 2022 Over. As you all know, we are now in the new year. So first and foremost, Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Um, I am going to be basically talking about the topics that dominated 2022 and also uh, try to shout out as much of the people that we lost in 2022 But before I get to those situations, I have to also talk about um, the last remaining articles or things that happened in the news cycle this last remaining week of 2022. But before I talk about all those things, I got to give you guys the National Food Days of the Week since we are in the new year. And since we are in the new year today, January 1st, New Year's of 2023, It is Bloody Mary Day as well as Black Eyed Peas Day. Now, the reason why they say Black Eyed Peas is because around the time whenever the clock were supposed to hit to literal midnight and everybody's saying New Year's, you're supposed to be eating Black Eyed Peas by that time because that's supposedly a urban legend that your next year, the year that you're stepping into, is supposed to bring you luck when you're eating Black Eyed Peas. Now, I don't believe in all the type of stuff. I believe in things like that, but eating Black Eyed Peas... Eh, not my forte, but forever, whoever does all that, more power to you. Tomorrow, January the 2nd, it is Cream Puff Day as well as Buffet Day. After that, January the 3rd, it is Chocolate Covered Cherry Day. January 4th, Spaghetti Day. January 5th, Whipped Cream Day. January 6th, Shortbread Day as well as Bean Day. And to round it all off, January 7th, it is Tempura Day. Now, with the National Food Days out of the way, I want to start off with the condolences of people that we lost in 2022. To start it off, we are starting with Tom Bell, Ronnie Hillman, journalist Barbara Walters, Sonia Eadie, Franco Harris, Stephen Twitch Boss, Paul Silas, Irene Cara, B. Smith, Takeoff, Zuri Craig, Kenneth Wonderboy Johnson, Coolio, Jesse Powell, Ramsey Lewis, David A. Arnold, Bernard Shaw, Lamont Dozer, Roger E. Mosley, Nicole Nichols, Bill Simmons, Mary Alice, who was an actress, uh, Michael Henderson, Jack Knight, William Poogie Hart, Jalen Ferguson, Caleb Swanigan, Darius Lee, Grapper Trouble, Marion Barber III, Tatiana Miller, Jeff Gladney, Bernard Wright, rapper Little Keed, Bob Leonard, Kevin Samuels, Andrew Wolfox, Roderick Poe Clark, Dwayne Haskins, rapper Archie Eversole, DJ K. Slay, AJ Crimson, who was a celebrity makeup artist and beauty founder, Gospel singer LaShawn Pace, rapper Go New, singer slash TV personality Tracy Braxton, Johnny Brown, who's better known as Bookman on Good Times, Charlie Taylor, who was an NFL player, rapper Snooty Wild, Moses J. Mosley, who's an actor, singer Betty Davis, Sal and Jimmy Johnson, they were musicians, Donnie Gerard of the Skylarks. Massachusetts State Senator William Owens, Andre Leon Talley, who worked in the fashion industry, who was a former Vogue creative director, Lucia Harris, who was the first woman drafted by the NBA, Charles E. McGee, Tuskegee Airmen, and one of the first African-American pilots in the U.S. military, James Foreman, Sidney Portier, singer Jesse D., Max Julian, who was the star of the Mac. Vivian Westwood, the soccer icon and legend Pele, Elaine Jones, who was a percussionist. Um, you had Taylor Hawkins, who was the drummer of the Food Fighters. You had Scott Hall. You had Queen Elizabeth, who 
who passed away this year as well. I mean, you had so many people passing away in this year, 2022. Well, last year, 2022, because we're in the first year, 2023. But nevertheless, you get what I mean here. I mean, there's so many people. I mean, if you want to know everybody that passed away, let me just tell you right now. New York Times did it up right. They even got it in months from December all the way to January or vice versa, January to December, however you want to look for it, up to down, down to up. They have it known as notable deaths of 2022. If you want to look at all the past people that passed away there, you got that. And for black celebrities, those were the people that I listed off first. Famous black people who died in 2022. There's a... Uh, excellent place called mycolumbusmagic.com. That's where I got that information from. So I suggest you highly check out those two websites for information on people that have passed away in the year 2022. So with that, again, I want to say um, condolences to people that have lost loved ones. And again, 2023, we're here now. I know your people wouldn't want you to um, just weep and be sorrow in their no longer being here, your people might want you to do that for a couple of days because that showed that you cared about them, but all throughout your time, no. I hope you guys find a way that you guys can um get, not over, because you're never going to be able to get over it, but you somehow get through this uh, trial, this um sorrow that you're feeling, so that you can start your 2023 off in an excellent way, and that you can just start on the right foot instead of the wrong foot, because when you start on the right foot, your 2023 is at least going to start in a good way. If you start on the wrong foot, you're already looking at demise, or at least you're setting yourself up for demise of 2023, so just start yourself off on the right foot, but again, um, condolences to everybody that have lost family members and loved ones in 2022, and hopefully in 2023, it becomes better for you and the people that you love. Now the condolences all out of the way. I have to ask people, and I forgot to ask you guys last week because it was Christmas time. How was y'all Christmas? I know nobody can technically like answer me to this. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I hope you guys had a great uh, New Year's as well. New Year's was yesterday, but I have to start with Christmas because the article that I'm about to read to you comes from a tragic uh, incident that happened Christmas Day, and it comes from people. The article reads, Man who killed wife and Jehovah Witnesses Kingdom Hall murder-suicide had protection order filed against him. The married couple and former members were identified as Melissa Martinez, who's 44, and Enoch Abadaka, who's 46. A Colorado man suspected of fatally shooting his wife before turning the gun on himself at a Jehovah Witness Kingdom Hall on Christmas Day had a protection order filed against him last year by a former co-worker, according to court documents obtained by Nine News. Officers responded to a call of a structure fire and a shooting around 9 a.m. on December 25th, Christmas Day, at Kingdom Hall in Thornton. Police said the first meeting of the day was not scheduled to begin until 9.30 a.m. It was then reported that an adult female was shot and killed by an adult man who then shot and killed himself. The release states both were perceived dead at the scene. Three incendiary devices were also found at the scene, says police, who added that devices were rendered safe by Adams County Hazardous Materials Unit. No other injuries were reported, authorities said. A search of the pair's Westminster home did not uncover any additional devices, but found items used to create explosives similar to ones found at the Kingdom Hall, police said. Investigators say Abadaka was also involved in a large explosion that happened around 8.45 a.m. at a different building, which was closed at the time, police said. Abadaka apparently entered the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 68, with what appeared to be a large bucket and later exited the building and got back into his vehicle. The explosion occurred shortly after he left, police said, and there were no injuries. According to court papers obtained by Nine News, Apodaca was fired from the company in June 2021. He had also previously threatened to shoot his wife and others he believed were the reasons for his terminations, prompting a former co-worker to file a protection order against him in December 2021. So apparently Apodaca has some issues Enoch Abadaka and first and foremost I want to start this right now I don't ever want to hear somebody say somebody else got a raggedy name like that ever again I'm not sure who this man was or what this man nationality was I just know that Enoch Abadaka don't sound like that type of name but again I'm not trying to say anything wrong about that but however the case may be I just know that whenever you think of people's names you don't think of something like an Enoch Abadaka but again that could be of somebody's uh 
their ethical or ethnic background that could have something to do with that name. However, just not the usual name that you usually come by left and right. But again, I'm not trying to make fun of nobody's name. It's just, I don't want to hear people talk about black people's names ever again, sounding so off-putting. You understand? Because saying that name, I had to YouTube this man's name to figure out how to say his name. So that's not a common name. I just want to throw that out there. Again, that's just my little gripe and little rift against people that have something against black people's names that aren't the usual names. And we usually, the black community, we get labeled and tagged with all these mad, messed up names. And black people, we're, we get at each other for that, for saying, why did you name your kid this? I just think that the black community, we need to look at other communities and see how they have their kids' names a certain way. And we can just look at each other and say, you know what? Our names isn't so bad. And if they can go with that, we should be able to go with our names and the world will be fine. I just want to say, quit criticizing people's names. That's what I'm saying. From the black community to the white community to the Asian community to everybody else's community, we need to criticize people. Stop criticizing people's names. Pardon me. Now, on to the story here. Uh, it just seems that Enoch had a whole lot of problems here. I'm not certain what was the deal. Why did he go and do this? I mean, you shoot somebody inside of a church. I don't, I don't understand. And you do it on Christmas Day. I know Jehovah Witness do not like... Um, they don't celebrate Christmas, they don't celebrate holidays and all that type of stuff. I'm not certain what type of religious uh, holidays they do even acknowledge. I think they acknowledge their own birthdays, that's about it, or their, like, wedding celebrations, but other than that, I don't think they celebrate any other things like that. So again, I'm not certain, I'm not a Jehovah Witness, so I don't know what to tell you here. Only thing I can say for this situation right here is that he had a previous record against him. You have to have a lawsuit be, not lawsuit, but a protection order be put against you. You kind of have some problems already. So I don't know why you chose to do it at a religious style sanctuary for you and your community to do this to yourself and your wife. I don't know what the situation was. Just hearing that he blamed people and his wife for getting him fired in 2021, it just seemed that the man was kind of deranged. I don't know what to tell you, women and men, because I got to go for both genders here. It doesn't matter who you're dating. If your partner seems deranged, leave. And I'm not talking about the deranged that is stupid. I'm talking about deranged that is dangerous, that's willing to threaten you and beat you up or just say that they're going to violate you in any form. Leave them. Leave them somehow. Please find some... Uh, Find a way that you can have somebody come against you or find a way that you can just divert and leave your home and say, yo, you got to pick something up and then you just never come back. Leave all your crap that you have at your house with him or her, your respective, whoever you're dating. I'm just saying, because this was not needed. This kind of crap is not necessary. I'm tired of seeing people getting killed by their spouse. It's disgusting. It is deplorable is nasty just let your spouse or your partner just go if they're not happy with you and you're just violating them or just threatening them with violence it's not cool it's not right let your partner or spouse go that is my first public psa of the new year let your spouse or side chick whoever you have in a relationship go if you are threatening them or you are abusing them please let them go because nobody needs to be in a relationship like that if that's the case nobody wants to be with you if that's the case just let them go and get some work for yourself. Go find some therapy. Go to a home. Go to a counseling meeting. Go find something for you to do so you can take out your anger and frustration. Go to a gym. Beat up on a body bag. Join a boxing club. Do something with yourself. If you are violating your spouse or partner and just try to figure out a way to get all that violence out without threatening or violating your partner or spouse that you're with. So again, that's my first PSA of the new year, 2023. Please, if you are doing that, go get some help. Let your spouse or partner go. And ladies and gentlemen, if they are letting you go and you having to stay there, don't. Do not, because it's not going to end well if they are not getting themselves checked out or they're not getting themselves uh, any type of help. It's not going to help. It doesn't matter how many times they beg and please say, I'm going to change it on it. No. You got to walk away and actually look from a distance to see if they're actually going to change or if they actually are changing. Because if they are, then you can be like, okay, then maybe you can get back with them because the heart 
wants what the heart wants. I'm not going to even try to pretend that it doesn't. But you got to let them do the work first. You got to at least see from a bird's eye view from the distance to see if they're getting themselves worked on. If not, let them go. Just don't go back to them, okay? So, again, this is a horrible situation to happen on Christmas. It's a horrible situation to happen in general. Again, first PSA, just walk away if somebody's being violent towards you. Now, off to the second topics, as this comes from Reuters, as it reads, Southwest Airlines operations back to normal after being crippled by the storm. As the article reads, Southwest Airlines are up and running on a normal schedule on Friday after a massive winter storm crippled operations this week and exposed problems at the low-cost carrier. Dallas-based Southwest struggled to recover from a mammoth weekend storm, canceling at least 16,000 flights since last Friday and leaving passengers as well as its own crews stranded during the busy Christmas holiday rush. The airline showed 41 cancellations or 1% of total flights on Friday, according to flight data tracker FlightAware, far less than the nearly 60,000 cancellations on the previous day. Chief Executive Bob Jordan said he was confident the airline would run a very tight operation on Friday and acknowledged a variety of factors that led to the company's nosedives. Let me just be straightforward here. The storm had an impact, but we had impacts beyond the storm that obviously impacted Southwest very differently, Jordan said in an interview with ABC's Good Morning America. The challenge of moving crews around, keeping the airline running, could not be met by Southwest's regular operators and tools, he said, including the vast reach of the storm and shutdowns across so many cities, as well as record cold temperatures that froze runways. This is something that we have really never seen in our 51 years, Jordan said. There'll be lessons learned from this and we'll continue to make investments. The bitter weather was just part of the problem for Southwest. The airline's data technology failed to map crews to flights and its point-to-point operational structure created chaos for schedules, the company has admitted and union members have said. Okay. Oh yeah, they also mentioned that Southwest Airlines has promised to reimburse passengers for expenses such as hotels and car rentals in addition to refunding tickets and said there would be a still undetermined hit to its earnings. So they do not know how this is going to hit their earnings. I think Southwest is going to be fine. I think Southwest got smacked up Christmas uh, season as we all saw what happened on the news this week. You had passengers in different states without their luggage, which I just want to stop right here for one second. Now, people might say what they want about Spirit. I flew Spirit, what, twice in my life? I only went on airplanes twice in my life. And these are round trips, by the way. I at least will say this. Spirit has never lost my bag in those two flights. Now, people that are more experienced as in flying have more mileage might tell me, go on Spirit again and just keep on going on Spirit. They're going to lose your bags. Maybe. Just per se. People have complaints about Spirits by them having crappy service. You don't have as much amenities as all the other airlines. I get it. That's fine. Whatever. I was trying to look for a cheap way to get to somewhere from destination A to B. That's all I ever cared about was whether I'm flying or I'm driving. That's all I ever care about. So I get my point of view. And I get theirs too. Certain people want all the other amenities that all these airlines give you. However, I do got to say... Spirit has a perfect 100 with me, two out of two for right now, because again, if I had to fly again, I'd probably choose Spirit again, or probably might look into other airlines, but Spirit has not done nothing wrong with me, or to me, so well, I just have to wait and see with that, but I digress. Um, I just have a question, how does your package or your luggage go to a different state while you're not there? That's kind of something I didn't get. There would be People on the news that were stuck in different states talking about how their luggage is in another state that they're not in. That didn't make sense to me. I think common sense will go by, and again, this is just me being on two flights again. I always got to paraphrase these type of things. I've only been on two flights, so again, paraphrasing. You would think as a person that's probably going to get on your first flight, you're going to have your luggage in the exact same plane as you. Because you put it away, you put it on their freaking uh, machine as soon as you get into the airlines where all the other different companies have their planes at. You think that your luggage is going to be going directly to your plane, onto your plane, inside your plane, 
with you in it whenever you get called later is going to fly with you. And then when you get off the plane, your thing is going to come right on that little machine belt where you can see all the other luggage come out. And then ta-da, you'll just have to wait for your freaking luggage to come out. You see it, you grab it, and you go about your merry way. Now, in this instance, a lot of people didn't see their luggage. A lot of people didn't see their luggage. A lot of people got notified that their luggage was in different states. It just doesn't make sense to me. Common sense would think, okay, put quote-unquote luggage onto their plane. AKA, if I'm flying from South Carolina over to Denver, you put my luggage on my plane that says South Carolina to Denver or South Carolina to wherever I'm making the stop at. You put it on that plane. You have me on that plane. You go and do about my your business, and that's how that thing works. I don't understand how people's bags got separated from them. But again, I only flew twice. Now, this might have happened to people uh, in different situations. I know for wrestlers, because I watch their vlogs, how they talk about how their luggage get lost, because again, they fly from one state to another state. They're going to constantly work. So I've seen that type of stuff happen when they said their luggage wasn't found or all that type of stuff, but then they find their luggage like, hours later or like weeks later that stuff is like happened they always post it up on their like instagram or twitter that's how i know that type of stuff but for regular civilians and also wrestlers are regular civilians too i just got a side note that again this is me having my own inner workings of thoughts here um it just doesn't make sense especially on a big holiday time like regular season yes you hear about luggage getting lost okay cool fine they find it later but for Christmas time, you know the hassle, you know what's going to go down. You would think you'd be on your P's and Q's trying to get everybody their stuff right because you're not trying to deal with hassle of a, your bigger blah boss coming down to you and trying to hassle you and all this type of stuff if you're in a crew of putting the bags into the right planes that they need to get onto. It just doesn't make sense to me. Again, all this doesn't make sense to me. I'm just a guy that's trying to think about how this stuff does happen. So until I speak to somebody that's probably in there, airline industry and if you are in the airline industry you want to listen talk to me about how this stuff happens please email me i would love to speak to you i'm serious because certain things i would love to speak to people about that i don't know so i can relay the information back to you guys here i would love to talk to people but i digress if you are someone that works at the airlines please email me and talk to me well email me so i can talk to you so we can figure this type of stuff out or you can tell me how this stuff works um, but again, this doesn't make sense to me. Hopefully people got their bags right. Hopefully people's getting their money for the hotels and the cars and all that type of stuff being stranded or people that took cars because there was a woman on my local news talking about how she had to drive a 10 hour drive whenever her flight got canceled back to her location. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And also I want to say rest in peace to people that lost their lives in uh, states that were extremely cold, that had massive blizzards and just snow just barricading them in their cars. I know there was one black woman that died in her car because she couldn't get out because the snow barricaded her into her car, so she died there. I just feel sorry for her family and for the multiple families that were lost uh, electricity throughout that snowstorm and everything else. Hopefully their electricity and all that crap came back to them now because I know in my area is warmed up and we're in a warmer area where it's supposed to be warm always. We get cold from, from time to time. But again, I just wanted to say I hope everybody's back to their uh, places. They get reimbursed. Everything's back to normal for them. And that's all I'm trying to get at with this topic here. On to the next topic as this comes from the independent Idaho murder suspect, Brian Koberger, allegedly asked police if anyone else had been arrested. A suspect arrested for the murders of four University of Idaho students allegedly asked police if anyone else has been taken into custody. Brian Christopher Kohlberger, 28, was arrested at 3 a.m. on Friday morning near the Poconos Mountains in Pennsylvania by an FBI SWAT team and police a criminal complaint obtained by the Independent showed. After being booked in Monroe County Jail, the Washington State University criminology student allegedly asked police whether anyone else had been arrested. News Nation correspondent Brian Eaton reported, Mr. Eaton said officers noticed the suspect's quiet, blank stare. 
Mr. Kohlberger is yet to be arraigned or have the chance to enter a plea to the charges. Now, that's what you got from Independent. Now, ABC News, they would do the exact same thing, but they'll add more information as ABC News would report that law enforcement sources told ABC News that authorities knew who they were looking for and had tracked Kohlberger down to Pennsylvania, where he is from. A SWAT team entered the location where he was staying in order to take him into custody. Kohlberger was arrested for four counts of first-degree murder and burglary, Latith County Prosecutor Bill Thompson said. Police did not disclose a motive or what led them to their suspect. The probable cause affidavit, which details the reasons for his arrest, is sealed and will not be released until he returns to Idaho, Thompson said. Fry would not say if police are looking for more suspects, but he did say, I do believe our community is safe. Kohlberger appeared before a judge in Pennsylvania Friday morning is being held without bond, Thompson said. He's scheduled to return to court on Tuesday and will be appointed a public defender. So, okay, so they finally got who they think killed their four uh, college students of Idaho here. I don't know what's to be said for this right now. Right now, we're just getting this right now, personally. It just came out this last couple days here. There's still no type of new news about it yet. I'm still waiting for everything to come into play, all the type of evidence and everything else. Again, that will be opened up on Tuesday or I think it will be, will be, I mean, he goes to court on Tuesday and he'll be awarded a public defender Tuesday. And I believe that in these upcoming weeks, if not told by Tuesday in these upcoming weeks, we should at least find a motive for why they arrested him or what type of evidence led the police to this guy. Cause they said they've been tracking him. Basically they said they've been tracking who they wanted to get. So apparently they've been tracking him. I mean, you can read between the lines. I just want to know what, piece of evidence that they find believe that this guy here like was the guy to kill those four students again a lot of these things are weird until we hear about the motive until we see about the evidence and all this type of stuff i'm just waiting to see i'm glad that the police are doing their job and seeing if this might be the person that killed those four uh university students again this whole thing was real weird this Murder happened on November 14th. We're now into the new year. They arrested him on Friday, December 30th. I mean, it's weird how all this stuff comes about. It almost, it was a month, a month and probably about two weeks for some type of arrest to be made for the killing of those four university students. I hope they got the right person here. If they don't have the right person, I hope they release this man. But again, we all just have to wait and see. I'm not going to try to go through this man's catalog or what try to go through his uh, social media sites. I know there's a lot of people that's going to try to play uh, police uh, detective online to try to sleuth through his social media pages. If he has social media, I believe that he might, but they're going to take some time to find it. But again, we're all just waiting to see. I'm glad at least something was done. I'm hoping that this thing might be the real deal. We'll just all have to wait and see basically here. That's all I got for you here on this particular topic. As well as on to the next topic before I get into the topics that dominated all 2022. This one comes from CNN as it reads, Controversial Internet Personality, Andrew Tate and His Brother Held in Romania. As the article would read, Controversial Internet Personality, Andrew Tate and His Brother were ordered to be detained for a month on Friday as prosecutors pursued claims of human trafficking and rape. Authorities in Romania said police served search warrants at five homes and detained four suspects two Britons, and two Romanians. As part of the investigation, they did not name any of those detained. Romania's Detectorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism, DCOT, said that four suspects has been detained for an initial 24 hours. A court in Bacharest later agreed to a request from DCOT to hold the suspects for a further 30 days, Reuters reported. A lawyer for Andrew and his brother, Tristan Tate, Eugene Vidinik confirmed their detention to CNN. The attorney did not discuss any of the allegations. DCOT released an edited, grainy, sometimes out-of-focus video showing the raids. A man could be heard being patted down by police. It's unclear who's being detained in the video. In a separate video aired by CNN affiliate Antenna 3, officers from the crime agency can be seen escorting Andrew and Tristan Tate into police vehicles. On Friday, Andrew Tate tweeted from his verified 
account, the Matrix sent their agents. Decott alleged that the four unnamed suspects formed an organized crime group that stretched from Romania to Britain and the United States for the purpose of committing the crime of human trafficking. The authorities alleged that two of the suspects misled the victims into believing that they intended to enter into a marriage slash cohabitation relationship while transporting victims to Romania and later sexually exploiting them with physical violence and coercion. Authorities also said one of the suspects raped a victim on two separate occasions in March 2022. At least six victims were allegedly sexually exploited by the organized crime group, the DCOT statement said. Now, CNN's article would go into who Andrew Tate was. They'll call Andrew Tate a former professional kickboxer. They said that he's known for his viral rants online about male dominance, female submission, and wealth. Okay, they will say that he openly advocates violence against women and had previously been banned from every social media platform until Elon Musk reinstated his Twitter account after taking over the company, and that's where I quit right there. Listen here, I don't know who is writing this type of stuff, and again, this is all one-sided towards... Uh, stating exactly the controversial side of Andrew Tate or what people might deem controversial. Again, people see Andrew Tate and they call him a hero. Certain people might see Andrew Tate and call the man controversial. Listen, I know exactly who Andrew Tate is, not the man, not the person I know of him. Let me make that perfectly clear because I just said I know him. No, I don't know him. I know of the man. I know of him because of his views being, uh, being out there this year and him being Google search a lot this year it was really weird to me about how this guy just popped up out of nowhere it was real weird but like okay he was trying to basically tell men to basically man up and all this type of stuff which okay cool certain guys gonna do that certain people on the internet are going to say man up and all this type of stuff instead of leaning into what people might say that the entertainment business and the media is trying to uh weaken men and basically have them be softer and not uh, possess the manliness that's inside of a man. That's all their whole thing to try to preach and spew that stuff out. Again, as a man, you do what you want. If you're more feminine, you be that way. You be yourself, basically what I'm trying to get here. You be yourself, don't go off and try to look for a guru to tell you how you should live your life and all this type of stuff. No, be yourself. As long as you're not damaging and doing harm to yourself or anybody around you, I think you're straight and you're good. That's just my personal belief on being a man, and as long as you are trying to help out as many people as you can, whether it's people that you know or people that you don't know, I think you're perfectly on the right path of being of a excellent human being. Now, with this situation, I think that I don't know what to think. You know, I don't. I'm not going to try to spew some type of nonsense or garbage here. I don't know. Again, just like the last topic, more information will come out. I don't know how Romania's uh, laws go about sex trafficking or human trafficking. I don't know how any of this stuff works over there. I know over here, America kind of don't play with that. And I think in other countries, they probably don't play with it either. So I just don't know to the levels of what Romania is going with this. And for him to tweet out on Friday that the Matrix since they're agents, I think that he's poking the bears a little bit. I think this is the time where you probably should shut up and just allow your lawyer to do their job and just do nothing. Just stay low and be low. Don't say nothing. Go on your uh, social media pages after you're released after these 30 days. It's crazy to me, by the way, how they can just hold you for 30 days. It's crazy how they can just hold you. I would think you should be seen to a judge and be able to say okay guilty not guilty just like in america if you get arrested for something and if you're of a name value the way that andrew tate is you are able to see a judge if not that exact same day if not the exact same day literally like the next day again i don't know how romania's courts work i just know over here in the states if you get arrested on a monday you have a name of prominence you probably get seen by a judge tuesday or if not monday that exact same day you get what I'm saying? If you get arrested one day, you at least get seen the next day, or if not, the exact same day. I don't know how it is over there in Romania. I gotta constantly paraphrase this. I know it's gonna sound robotic, but it is what it is. I'm just gonna wait and see. I hope for this right here. If they got him for something, good. Congratulations, you guys got him. Get this guy and his people off the streets, if that is the true case. If not, you guys are going to prove everything what this man is saying, saying that the Matrix or AKA the higher powers or basically the shadow figures have sent people 
to me because I am causing a disruption and you guys are trying to hinder my message to people. And for you guys to now do this, you guys are throwing smut on my name and now causing this and all those charges might get dropped or they might not have anything on me. That's going to be a problem for the rest of the government because everybody's going to see that, okay, the government is only messing with him because he's trying to say some type of things that might be disrupting what the entertainment business or media or just everybody might be trying to push towards men. So again, I hope you guys got him on something if it is true. And if not, you guys are just going to shoot yourself in the foot, shoot yourself in the leg. You're shooting yourself and you're damning your whole entire government. You're just basically proving this man right. So again, I'm going to wait and see about this whole Tate stuff. I'm going to be watching YouTube videos about people breaking this stuff down. That's all I can say because again, I don't know much about this type of stuff. I'm just going to be blown with you. I don't know. But again, I'm going to wait and see. I can't go into much details about it. One thing I know is Andrew Tate, let your lawyer do his job, his or her job, and just shut up and just chill out with your brother and the other guy that they end up arresting with you guys and just shut up. Don't say nothing. Be quiet. Stay low until you're out of that place and you're back inside your home. And then after that, then go on your video and then talk. Talk not too much. Don't talk but so much. Talk about stuff, the same stuff that you've been preaching, all this type of stuff. Do that. Don't get into the court case. Don't get into why you were arrested. I know there are people going to be poking and prodding at you that you got arrested after these 30 days are up if you are able to return back to your home. But do not fall for that bait. Just stay low if you want to stay low and you know you have a tendency to want to clap back, stay low. But if you're able to restrain yourself and actually able to hold yourself, go back online and just continue doing what you've been doing and just let everything figure itself out. That's just my information for anybody that's in the Andrew Tate situation. So again, shut up. Let your lawyer handle that. Now, on to the topics that dominated 2022 as this comes from the Morning Consultant. This is a website that literally compounded all the topics that everybody talked about in the news in 2022 and they broke it down to how many times or the percentage that it basically got talked about or people saw it and the most that got talked about in 2022 was the Uvalde shooting. The second behind it was the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade. The third was the Queen passing away. Fourth was Hurricane Ian hitting Florida. Uh, fifth was uh, the war in the Ukraine. The sixth was baby formula shortage in the United States. Then you had the Mar-a-Lago raid, which is basically the FBI uh, executing a search warrant on Trump's Florida residents. After that, it was the midterms elections. Then it was Brittany Griner being released. Then it was the heat wave. Then it was Highland Park uh, shooting, the massacre of that. And what people don't remember, if people don't remember, is basically the January 4th parade in Chicago suburb. And a guy went down there to just start shooting up, killing seven people and injuring, uh, injuring a lot of people. After that, it was more details about Mar-a-Lago and in particular... Uh, how Trump had sensitive nuclear weapons documents. After that, it was surprising to me, uh, Bob Saget. The information that Bob Saget had died on January 9th, that happened to get popped a lot. That was in the 50% ratio. And the last but not least was Buffalo shooting. The gunman going to Buffalo and shooting up a predominantly black supermarket in Buffalo, killing 10 people. Continuing on with a lot of stuff and a lot of topics that basically got talked about. Yay, Kanye West's Hitler comment, Kanye West with his anti-Semitic comments, uh, Casey Hutchinson's testimony for the January 6th hearing, Amar Arbery, the people, Travis and Greg McMichael being sentenced to life in prison for Amar Arbery murder, Louisville police being charged for the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor, the Ohio abortion story, you had the rail strike where railroad workers were straight up saying that they were not going to work until an agreement got met. You had Trump organization being found guilty of multiple charges related to tax fraud. Donald Trump's meeting with Kanye West and white supremacist Nick Futes, their dinner. Uh, January 6th uh, committee holding their first hearing in primetime. Katanya Brown-Jackson being the first 
female black Supreme Court justice. And that is all the news that basically got dominated throughout this whole entire year. Now, I forgot about some of these things. I ain't going to hold you. Katanya Brown Jackson being the first black woman being inducted into the Supreme Court as a justice. I forgot about that until I looked at that. I was like, oh, yeah, that did happen this year, didn't it? Um, The Hurricane Ian, again, since it didn't really impact my state that much, I forgot about that one. I didn't forget about none of the shootings that happened in the Uvalde or the Highland Park or even the Buffalo shootings. I thought those were going to be dominated up here as well. Also, with the Queen dying, I thought that was going to be up there. Ukraine, that was kind of a thing that I thought was going to be up there because that dominated the news cycle a lot this year. And just to think, the Ukraine war or Russia invading Ukraine, that happened in February, like towards the end of February. They say February 24th, that's when it got talked about in the States, but I'm not sure if it happened on February 24th. It might be right, but nevertheless. Um, also, by the way, for people that are in Russia, did the companies ever go back there? Because I know that uh, McDonald's was supposed to stop like having business over there because of this war. I know certain clothing stores were just like supposed to stop sending their clothing over to Russia because of this situation. I wonder, did that stuff actually ever happen or that was just like stuff that like popped for the media in America, but they just secretly kept on shooting stuff over there and like, okay, we're still going to give you guys your stuff like your clothing, McDonald's still have workers over there. I just, I'm just wondering, because again, that stuff kind of intrigues me because I don't live in that country. I don't live in that type of situation. In American media, they make you believe these things like constantly. And you think that, okay, that kind of stuff happened. And then like months later, you see that people are still in Russia or in another country where they said they're going to stop having work workers there or stop sending stuff over there and you just see more stuff being brought over there and workers being brought over there. You wonder like, hold up. I thought that wasn't supposed to be the case, but I digress again. It's all just like weird stuff. I'm just contemplating in my head when I wonder about the Russian people. Cause you guys are just also being like hostages in a war yourself because you guys don't want people in the Ukraine to get hurt. I doubt that. I doubt that highly. Because why would that benefit you guys? It doesn't benefit you guys at all. You guys just have a leader that's just willing to try to just bum rush and just take anything that he wants. So, hey, man, it is what it is. Again, I still pray for the people that have lost homes and lost uh, loved ones over there in the Ukraine, on both the Ukraine side and the Russian side, because both sides never wanted this. You only have one leader that tried to really just dominate something. So that's the reason why he sent his people over there. So for the people that have lost homes, uh, lost family members has lost, loved ones has lost animals throughout this whole thing on the Ukraine side and also the Russian side. I feel sorry for you guys, for the people that lost loved ones from the shootings throughout America this year of 2022. I feel sorry for all of you because again, this whole year had to be something. I mean, you guys were dealing with this and you guys had to deal with Thanksgiving and Christmas and now you had to deal with New Year's without your loved one being next to you. I mean, this is going to be a constant battle for you guys to uh, deal with it. I'm hoping that you guys are finding a way to constantly try to get through it. You will never ever get over it, but just like find a way to get through it. I know it's too early in the process, but hopefully you guys are getting some type of game plan to figure out, okay, for the anniversary of the passing of your loved one, let's do this fun activity that I know they would have liked as a, thing to remember them by hopefully you guys are able to do something like that or just think of something that you guys would want to do if they were here with you on that day so you guys could just easily start slowly get through all the crap that has been placed on your guys plates this 2022 because of somebody else's dumbness so i feel sorry for you guys i truly do i hope 2023 is a better year for you guys i really really do and also i hope the 2023 is good for everybody else, not just people that lost loved ones because of somebody's stupidness, but also people that lost loved ones because of somebody that was sick or another type of tragedy that didn't get covered as much or anything else. Just people that lost loved ones or people that are on the verge of losing loved ones, even currently now in 2023, the first day of 2023. I want you guys to please spend as much time with your people, spend time with 
your loved ones. Because again, you don't know when they're going to leave. You don't know what's going to happen. So please spend time with um, people that matter to you. That's my big thing here. I want you guys to know that. Please spend time with the people that you love and people that matter to you and that people that have always been there for you. Because again, you don't know when somebody's going to uh, upright and just leave this earth. And you're going to feel some resentment because you didn't get to say goodbye to them or you were in an argument with them and you probably said something that you really didn't mean or you meant at the time because you were angry and you didn't have the time to correct that. So again, please spend as much time as you can with your loved ones going into 2023 and throughout the rest of 2023. Um, Now, for me, 2022 was good year, my last official year in college. Um, I got to graduate again. I got to get this podcast into a better position. Thanks to you guys, because without you guys, I would not be in the position that I am in right now. 2022 doubled my uh, download numbers. It also got me out of the country, as in, like, listenership. I'm still here in the States. Um, But listenership-wise, it got me into different countries. Canada, Mexico, Finland, uh, Germany, Russia, Ukraine, uh, subsections of Africa. Um, I'm probably missing another one. India. Uh, there's probably other locations. If I look back at it now and I didn't even exist, they listened to the pod, which is real weird. Again, I got to constantly say that every time I go through this. It's real weird because I just think of, okay, the podcast going international. You know you're going to hit up certain, like, places, uh, the UK is one, I got UK, Canada, cool, Mexico, cool, Japan, cool, China, cool, but then you start hitting those little areas that you didn't know exist, you're like, well, this place exists? Yeah, because apparently you got somebody downloading your thing, listening to it, and again, I want to thank everybody that uh downloaded episodes, I really do, because you guys don't know how much that truly means to me, how much... Uh, seeing those downloads every single Saturday, every single Sunday, and throughout the rest of the week, it uh, just brightens me up more because that tells me I'm on the right path and I just got to continue doing what I'm doing so that I can build this up one day to at least uh, get a sponsorship deal and get deals in my favor so that when I get these deals and I start making money, like big money off of this, I can start giving back to the listeners and start having contests and giveaways and all that type of stuff. But again, I got to put more sweat equity, more talk equity, as you will, because sweat equity is like you got to constantly just like put, put, put and constantly go, go, go with what you're doing. And I'm constantly going and trying to figure out what can entertain, what can bring information to you all every single week, something that you didn't know or something that you knew, but you didn't have as much information on that topic or information on something that I can just bring to you guys here and be like, oh, I didn't know that. And now you can have talks with your family about this and you guys can talk with each other or talk with your friends or people that you work with. That's all this podcast is about. It's all about one guy bring you guys information that you guys can basically just talk with whoever you want to talk with about because I want the world to talk because that's what we've been missing for some time. We like to shout. We like to just yell at each other. We don't like to actually talk to one another. I want people to talk and actually be able to talk to each other about something that's important to them, something that means wild to them. And hopefully through this podcast and through these topics that I give to you guys every single Sunday, or if you listen to the wrestling highlights of the week on Saturdays, you guys get to flutter through that. And you might disagree with my ideas on those. You can talk about your friends about how dumb I am on those or how, okay, he might have a point or we can tweak this idea and send it off to whoever needs to be sent it off to. Either way, this podcast is all about just having people talk about it. And I want people to talk. That's all I care about. People need to communicate with each other. People need to have those basic fundamentals because, again, I don't see a lot of people talk with one another. Again, I mentioned it. People like to shout and yell and get angry. That's not what life is about. Life is about having disagreements. Life is about not always being on the same page as somebody, but coming back together and finding a peaceful uh, middle ground with someone. That's what life's all about. And just be like, well, I don't agree with him. 
and I'm cool with it, and you can still listen, or I don't agree, I agree with him, but he's an idiot. That's all life's all about. Just that middle ground of understanding and constantly going about your business day to day. That is what life is about, and that's what this podcast is about. I want people to just talk. Now, with that out of the way, I hope you guys have a great 2023. And before I get you guys out of here, I want to say thank you to the listeners that download it every week. To my family, who's always been supportive of me and what I've been doing. Yes, at first, uh, podcasting was kind of an iffy thing, but now they're on board. They support me and they back me in what I'm doing. I appreciate them with that. I want to thank my former college classmates and professors who've listen to the podcast and also give me feedback on the podcast before because remember ladies and gentlemen anything that you're doing you got to have feedback and the only time you can get any type of feedback is when you ask for it so always remember to ask for feedback about whatever you're doing if you want feedback and you want to get better in what you're doing and hopefully you will get better now with that all being said i want you guys to have a great sunday i want to thank apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbeam audible all these different podcast uh sites that have me up here and listed because without them first and foremost i wouldn't be able to send out these episodes to you the downloaders so again i want to thank these sites and i also again want to thank you the downloaders who download the episodes every single saturday and sunday and throughout the rest of the week because again i see you guys i see your locations where you download from so again i want to thank you all and again always remember i love you i love you i love I love you all. I thank you. I truly do mean that from the bottom of my heart. I hope you guys have a great start for your 2023. I hope you guys have a great 2023 because I am planning on having a great 2023 myself. Because again, I'm trying to build this podcast up. And personally, I find this challenge to build up a podcast to a prominence uh, situation real exciting and real thrilling, especially now since I got a lot of time on my hands. So with that, again, I want to say thank you. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Again, I will be back next Sunday with news topic. But also, if you want to listen to wrestling, I have my Saturday episode ready right now. But you also can listen to past episodes of my Sunday episodes and Saturday wrestling episodes as well. They are backtracked in the archives or wherever you are listening to this uh, podcast from. So again, have a great Sunday. This isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from the sweet sounding voice again. He is I and I am him. I have been G2. Please don't be a dick. Please be courteous of everyone that's on the road with you and people that are going to be going back to work and school as well this following week. Please don't be a dick. So again, this isn't goodbye. This is until you hear from the sweet sounded voice again. I love you all. This has been my two cents podcast hosted by G2. And with that, Kanye, could you please take these people home? I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept. Uh-huh.